It's Asma, and this is From Different Perspective, the podcast where I talk about things I can't get out of my head. It's the very first episode of 2024, which I'm very glad about, because the new year, not new year obviously, but like the entire year, I've prepared so much for this year, especially for the podcast and other things that are not related to the podcast, but I will be announcing them in this podcast so far. Uh, I have a lot of things uh, prepared to announce in this year and I'm like just so excited and can't wait for the times where I'll be really rele- uh, revealing those stuff to you guys so um let's wish a great ne- a year for us all of us and for the podcast too <laughs> so it's a new year y'all know it's a new year but you know what like the most suitable way to start the, y- the year is to get toxic friends out of your circle that's it's not me that's what Wikipedia says, not me. Which I was planning to, I mean, like, I was planning to get the toxic friends out of my circle. But the thing is, they got out of the way without trouble. Like, they got out of my my circle, circle friend, without me having to get them out of the circle. I'll be explaining, okay? The friend that I always believed was the one, and the only one I could ever trust. She's also a family friend. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Someone who knows my family, and my family knows her, and trust her. But then, she pretty much stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Which apparently wasn't that much of a painful experience as, as uh, like I thought it might be. I mean, probably because I have already experienced betrayed. Like, I've been betrayed from a couple different people I knew through the past three years. And my first experience, experience, just to be honest, hurted me way more than this one. Like, I'm not saying that this one was easy to. It was tough, yeah, but not as tough and painful as the one I had back in 2020 until 2022. So I know this should have been like the breaking point where she betrayed me. She does all of this stuff and I should have been like, oh my god, I cannot, uh, like I cannot leave anymore. But surprisingly, it wasn't. As painful as I thought it might be, you know, like what I'm talking about. So, just to make things clear, she is not my friend anymore. But I haven't confronted her officially yet, which I'm honestly, honestly not planning to do because it's gonna take me so much effort and energy for me, which I need for the upcoming mid exam week. And also, today is Monday, okay, and this episode is Charlotte's going to release today. But on what is it? On Wednesday? Yeah, on Wednesday, I have my mid-exam. So, y'all pray for me. I hope I get good grades. <laughs> Anyways. And due to the very special event of me being betrayed, I thought, let's read together some of the other people's betrayal stories and discuss them with you. And you also may get a personal orientation from me of this experience. And without any further ado, let's get started. So, as usual... We went on Quora. I went on Quora and I looked for some of the posters that I thought that would be suitable to share on this, what is it, on this podcast episode. And just to let you know that I have never read any of these posts, like I just looked at them, give them quick scan and I thought, oh, that's great. I put it in the episode. I have not, I have never read them. I'm going to read it for the first time with you guys. So my, my reaction is going to be pure honesty, okay? So the question is, the question is that, have you ever been betrayed by your best friend and is betrayal a bliss? So we're going to talk about this woman. Not woman, I don't know, I think. Yeah, she's woman, I believe. And she's anonymous, six years ago. It says, 
Yes, I was usually betrayed by my stepdaughter, and it's a bliss now, but it wasn't at the time. I married her dad when she was 14, after her mom had gone off with someone else. She was quite a difficult teenager, and we had our ups and downs. I largely stayed with her dad because of her. Eventually, she went off and lived with her mom, and eventually got married. Wait, the mom is alive? I thought even said she was dead. She was dead, I'm sorry. Things improved. She had two children, and we were very proud grandparents. She was in her late 20s when her dad and I discovered, and I said to her that I expected she wouldn't want to stay in touch, to which she gave the quicker answer, oh no, we'll be always friends. And so it seemed. She was witness at why remarriage and why, I think someone's name is why, remarriage, and my husband and I went to her second wedding. I was her lawyer for free in her divorce and did their house purchase for free plus other stuff. She lived and still does about 20 minutes drive away and we saw each other regularly. Mother's Day, birthday, my husband and I were summoned to her sickbed once when she had some botched surgery. Her husband did our boiler, all very friendly. She and my mom had regarded each other as a grandmother, grandchild, and when my mom died, the stepdaughter was a little put out to find she had been left nothing but was given 4,000 bound by me. Oh, it's British? <laughs> I don't know, Britain, whatever. She had a bird jewelry. I don't know what's that. She asked me to write a letter confirming some stuff was family hand down, not bowed, which I would have expected her to ask her dad to do. Then it came out that after a raw with her dad's new partner, she had broken off relations with him. Her 14th birthday was coming up. 14, not 14th, oh my God. 40, 14th birthday was coming up and I said... I would do her a family story, history, a gift which would have had a lot of love and some money put into it. About 10 months before uh, the birthday, it occurred to me that she had been giving reasons and excuses not to see me so that we had not seen each other for 12 months. Additionally, I had not seen her children in that time. I made requests, requests but felt I was being fobbed off, so I asked her to be honest, which she was brutally. She told me that she had not been happy about me coming to her home since her father and I had separated about five years previously. She was also cross about her husband seeing to our boiler. I told her never to contact me again and if she saw me laid out on a pavement to ignore me. She never has and I have never contacted her since then. To my surprise, well, that's painful, but I don't think that's really much of... I don't know, I can't really judge people's experience you know i would have not won my experience of being betrayed to be judged like i myself i wouldn't want that to happen so i won't judge other people's experience in betrayal that would be very horrible thing to do so let's get right into the next story so this one is from bramiti mo i i'm sorry i cannot read i cannot read people's name i hate when people pronounce my name wrong a lot of people say not say asma they say asma or asma something like that they pronounce it very weirdly so i hate pronouncing other people's name weirdly so i'm very sorry okay pramiti said uh nine months ago the post was nine months ago she said yeah I have experienced betrayal by my best friend. From a standard sixth, we were best friend. We used to study together, crack jokes, play volleyball, mine and his favorite sport, ATC. He talked to me a lot. He used to share everything with me, and I really trusted him very much. In class 11th, I saw a sudden change in his behavior. While at first, I didn't understand I thought might be because of studies, after some days, I realized that he had started ignoring me. 
So I went to him and asked him if I had done something wrong, then please tell me, but he didn't reply and moved on. I was so hurt by his behavior. He was not talking to me and continuously ignoring me. I was sad but accepted the situation and how it was. One day, I was just going to a grocery shop and he was passing through. He said to me he had something important to tell me. He said about his relationship and he can't ignore he can no longer be my best friend because of this. I wish him good luck and agree to this. Although I was broken inside, but as he had chosen chosen his way, so I didn't say anything further. From being from being best friend to a strangers, from chatting to having no contact no contact with him, there is silence from then on. Coming to the question, is betrayal a bliss? I think yes, it is a bliss. Not everyone is much blessed that they can see a true colors of a person. Stay blessed and happy. That's all. I feel like this is quite the same exact one that we have read, okay? The first one, the stepdaughter hate the stepmother because she have separated from her father for some reason. She started ignoring her and not talking to her anymore. And this one, she got betrayed by her best friend because he does not talk to her anymore and he explained the reason to be that he's in a relationship now and he can't be friends with a girl anymore that's what i thought but i feel like these are like okay betrayals okay betrayals i know i'm not making fun of the like the bane of like being friends with someone that for like sixth standard grade and for like multiple years and then suddenly this person starts to change and tells you i'm not i don't want to be friends with you anymore you know it's like very tough honestly i experienced that pretty much but it doesn't still hurt as much as being betrayed by a friend and also hurt not just be betrayed or ignored no also hurt okay so i'm looking for some people who say that they got betrayed and also hurt okay and let's get to the next story three years ago awani easter dcs in a bachelor of science in biology florida atlantic university she says we were four friends international students with big dreams we had hopes of getting good jobs on campus so that we could return home with lots of money we assumed it was so easy to find a job and save money we were so wrong but we started our job hunt four months later we still had no jobs then one day we saw this hiring post at the entrance of the only hair salon on campus we were excited and we all agreed to apply one night i walked in on the three girls talking about her the the hair salon application as soon as they noticed i was there they changed the subject i was suspicious but i didn't say a word the very next day we were on our way to the cafeteria for a lunch on a get uh, on getting to the cafe cafe they said they had somewhere they needed to be i didn't think much about it and want to eat my lunch after a while one of them called and asked me to get a food for them i said no there is no way i'm carrying three to go boxes around campus why can't you guys come to the cafe then i heard one say we have an interview i was shocked you guys didn't tell me wait what interview it's a salon is it's the salon interview another one said i was disappointed we blend to a blade together I asked, can I come? Another girl said, no, you can't. We already did the test. Another one said. I ran to my dorm and I bawled tears. I felt betrayed. They were my only friends. I was 16 and all my family was back in Africa for the first time. I fell alone. 
Please don't be sorry for me. The story gets better. Hours later, they came back to the dorm. I pretended, I pretended to be asleep. I heard them whisper about the interview. I found out that they'll all pass the test, but they had to pay $400 for the specialized training and certificate. I found it weird that they had to pay to get the job, but I didn't say anything. Remember, I was supposed to be asleep. Two, two of the three paid. The other didn't have enough money. To be honest, I was jealous. I withdrew from them a little bit, and this forced me to make this forced me to make other friends and have more time for myself. Two months later, the salon got closed because the owner could no longer afford the rent. My friends never got the certificate for the training. Eight hundred dollar went down the drain. I w- I sympathized with them. Meanwhile, I got a job with the International Student Service (NABITS) as a student, as a student mentor and office assistant. I got the luxury of meeting my college college president several times. I got paid for interacting with international students via Skype and other social networks. Because I was the younger worker, I got gifts, free rides, and free food from my co-worker. Month later, I, months later, I became a student ambassador for the NAVTs, and my pictures and videos were used to motivate students to apply to my school. Last but not least, I was rewarded $900 9543 scholarship i was blessed 9543 dollars scholarship oh my god months later my friend asked me to ask my manager for a job i did but she said she wasn't hiring anymore till i graduated none of them ever got a job when people are mean to you cry let it out but don't stop there. Let it let your hearts inspire you to feel better and better because you deserve better. Make new friends that make you feel good and find things that make you feel thrilled and accomplished. Feeling accomplished and happy will build your self-esteem and confidence. With high self-esteem, people will almost be unable to affect you as much. Here's not so cute big of me holding one of the college brochures that I was featured in. And that's all. And there's a cute picture of her. Oh my god, this is such a great story, to be honest with you. I liked it. I liked it very much. And this is the same exact one I was talking about. She got betrayed by her besties because of an interview. And I feel very happy that they never got a job. They deserve that, okay? they. I hope they never got a job until now. But the revenge at the end was great. She she didn't even revenge. Like, she didn't even revenge by herself. Karma played a like a blade role in this whole entire story i liked it very much she looks very pretty too (laughs) let's get to the next story by anonymous six years ago she answered the question yes i was a junior in high school and was waiting to be picked up by my parents during a marching band event or a football game or something the event hadn't ended up ended so the only person nearby was a male friend he's irrelevant to the story my point is that i was careful not to wait alone in the dark who was busy eating noodles and looking at his phone completely ignoring me after a few minutes an old man walked by with his dog she was a pit bull a pit bull i think that's a a dog type i don't know about dogs i'm sorry i don't i have absolutely no idea about animals i'm so sorry i only that i don't know that cats and dogs exist that's all. <laughs> Let's continue. Um, I know she was a dog. And being a pit bull owner myself, I asked to bet her. I was making small talk and he was chit-chatting normally at first, but he started getting progressively creepier. 
creepier. At some point, he noticed my choker on my neck and started stroking it and then moved his hand around my neck. Oh my lord. I was taken aback and extremely uncomfortable but did not stop the, the interaction because I was 16 and stupid. Why everyone in the stories are 16? Oh my god. Then he started talking about how strong his dog was, how she could kill me and rip my corpse apart. And then he went even more out of line and started talking about how he... Oh my lord. No way. Oh my god, I can't even read this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to continue. Then he started talking about how strong his dog was, how she could kill me and rip my corpse apart. And then he went even more out of the line and started talking about how he'd R-word my corpse. And then lick my blood off the sidewalk and eat the pieces of my body for dinner and feed parts of of me to his dog i was extremely creeped out by the by this point but luckily the old man left i tried to shake it off and pretend it didn't happen a few days later i confided the person i considered my best friend at the time we are no longer on speaking terms due to other issues all she said was that it was my fault for betting a stranger's dog after all what did i expect to happen I was extremely hurt by this because, first of all, I have a dog myself, like I said before, and I absolutely do not touch anybody who bets him, and nor do I say such inappropriate things to them. Also, it was in no way my fault. Obviously, there were many precautions I could have and should, should have taken but failed to. But what he said and did was not my fault. And to answer the second part of your question, betrayal is not a bliss. In fact, that was one of the worst times you hurt me and I could barely talk to her for several days. I guess the only good thing that came out of it is that it makes it much easier for me to handle not being her friend because every time I start to miss her, I remember what she said and I became glad that she's out of my life. Thank you for reading. Oh my god, this is one of the most creepiest things I've ever read in my entire life. The, the old man, I'm sorry. The old man, he's like insane. He's like, I, I'm sorry. At some point, I'm, I feel very creepy about old men. I don't know, but they, they somehow look very creepy. I'm sorry. Like, I, I feel like I'm insulting it somehow. They are old people and the old men or women out there that are nice and such a great people to meet and talk to. But some of them are not the same exact thing. That's why you don't talk to anyone. I'm like, I'm not blaming her for, you know, um, petting the dog. That's basically anyone can do that. As long as the dog owner or the cat owner or the, or the animal owner is okay with you petting that animal. But let's get, let's get to the next story. I don't know. I don't have even comments on this, okay? Another question, and another, uh, I mean, another post, another question. The question says, did your best friend ever betray you, and how did you overcome it? By Anonymous, six years ago. The comment or the post says, yes, I was a best friend with a guy for six years. It was a good long run we had with more we had uh, with more downs and than ups but since we were best friends and we were comfortable with each other we got through the hurdles without realizing for a long time that in the process we are changing ourselves a lot in order to fit the other's person wants or requirements i'm gonna cut you off for a second but that's very toxic i hate when someone is changing for another person's sake at some point, I feel like person human being changes. Okay, they change 
according to the situation and according to experience they have gone through. But changing yourself forcefully for a person wants and requirements, that is not the type of relationship I would ever want to have for someone. I have never gone through that and I hope I would never because I hate that thing, okay? I'm sorry, let's continue. I wouldn't say that it was a tiring or exhaustive friendship between us, but I had other friends, a close-knit group of friends with whom I was equally comfortable and happy with. With him, there were more discussions, more sacrifice being made willingly and unwillingly, only in order to keep the friendship going. We did this because we knew everything about each other uh, and had stood by each other in sunshine and rain. We were both mature people and understood each other completely until this happened. We were a group of four friends who planned to a trip to an island to celebrate the end of a college life. My friend and my roommate got into an ugly fight about something, which I don't even remember now. It was, a, it was so trivial. I noticed then that my best friend did not support me during that fight. Wait. Who got into the fight? You and your roommate or your friend and your roommate. I don't recall it. Anyways. As she said, I noticed then that my best friend did not support me during that fight I had. Now, I wasn't expecting an out-of-world gesture from someone to show their support towards me, but friendship for me has always been out undying loyalty, support, and belief in each other. That is how I have made some of the best friends in my life. People who support each other till the world ends. I don't know whether this definition qualifies as great in others' life. Mm. But for me, this is what friendship meant. I gave people this, and my people gave me back this. So getting back to the ugly fight, I was in a tough spot, and I needed my best friend to stand by me. But he went out of his way to publicly tell me that I am wrong, that my argument is irrational and illogical and makes no sense. Now, I don't mind being told that I'm wrong. What took me by surprise was that I was told about it in front of several people, and I felt alone and humiliated and betrayed. After some time, as a person who believes in not burning bridge, I went to my best friend and asked him why didn't he support me back. And if I was wrong, why wasn't I re-re-re-what? Re, <laughs> what is this? Re-reminded? I don't know what is it. Privately, instead of being subjected, sub- subjected to, people, to public humiliation. This is what he told me. You have been an immature person all your life. None of your decisions are made wisely, and I'm tired of trying to take care of you. Oh my god. It's like a responsibility upon my head. Our friendship has seen more troughs and crests than highs. I cannot support you when you are crazy and wrong. I told him that I might be wrong. Still, it gave him no right to betray me and humiliate me in front of people and leave me alone when I'm crying my heart out. But he didn't pay heads to it. I did some intersection. I'm sorry, man. What are you writing? Your grammar is wrong. Something is wrong here. I realized that I had supported my best friend when he was at his lowest. I defended him against all people who spoke ill of him. I was fiercely loyal toward him. I accepted him for all he was, the good, the bad, the worst. Sure, I was wrong in certain situations, but that did not mean that I'd be friend with someone who was been inter intentionally judging me for my actions since years 
I have other friends, friends who bring who bring about a change in me without making me feel low, without manipulating my decisions, and most importantly, friends whose loyalty towards me has never wavered. After this particular betrayal, I burned bridges with my best friend. Had he said that he's sorry, or had he said that things would change, or had he just regretted losing me and our friendship because of his actions, I would have said, I'm not a person who leaves easily. But after six years of toxicity, toxicity, I finally did. I'm free to make my own mistakes now, and I'm free to cry over them and learn from from them, rather than feeling low and terrible about my decisions of choices. I'm also free to be myself completely, which I realized I wasn't doing in a fear of not fitting someone's box. Smiley face. I feel like I'm gonna give you a vote. I'm sorry. This is so relatable. I'm, I'm related. I feel like I really relate to this story because it's very related to the betrayal that I have gone through last week. And yeah, pretty much. We're gonna relate so much to this when I'm gonna tell you about my personal experience. But let's read one more and then we start. And we gotta talk about my, <laughs> my experience, I mean. The question says, have you ever been betrayed by the person you least expected to be betrayed by? Uh, the question, uh, the post is written by Eric Wilson, seven years ago, PhD from School of Life and Survival and BA English and Psychology School of Life, graduated in 1992. I don't know, I felt that was important. <laughs> the post says, very much so. I was engaged to a woman whom, oh my God, it's a guy. It's a girl? Oh my God, it's a guy, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's a guy, I keep saying she, I'm sorry, I'm very bad at pronouncing names. Uh, very much so. I was engaged to a woman whom I had dated off and on for eight years, but even more so, I thought she was my best friend. We had been very, very close for a number of years, and I deeply trusted her. However, in retrospect, I realized that even before what was the primary betrayal, that she had done some things which were at worst Uh, violations of our relationship and at best serious red flags as to her trustworthiness and dependability i had more or less called her on these things but i had also brushed my the serious the seriousness of them under the rug because i had a huge crush on her i made excuses as to why these things were not as serious as i should have taken them at any rate i was financially on my feet for perhaps the first time in my life no debt and very happy in my job 500 five uh, 5k 5000 plus in the bank whereas the year before i'd been more in the hole than that to my parents life was starting to look up the woman in the coast hood i had not seen each other in more than a year she had never had the same in, uh, interest in me as a guy as i had her as a woman as I had in her as a woman. I'd asked her to marry me multiple times, but as a friend, she liked me a great deal. Though occasionally, we had been lovers as well. Wait, how does that make sense? She was away in grad school. We started talking a bit after she finished her first year and and was getting ready to go to summer school at first session. We were still separated by 600 miles. She seemed a lot more interested in me than before, now that things were going better in life. Just before she got out of summer school first session, she wrote and told me she would be coming to see me when she got home in between sessions. It seemed fairly non-challenged, but strange as it might sound. I'd had a dream a week or so before in which the two of us got married. In fact, when I woke up the next morning, I had the realization that she was going to ask me to marry her. So when I got the letter 
To me, that was confirmation of that. Strange, I know. <laughs> anyway, she got back and we went to see a movie. Batman with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. It had just come out. Afterwards, we kept driving around and it was clear that she was very nervous. She was hemming and hawing around. I was cool as cucumber. <laughs> Finally, she said, You sure are relaxed. Aren't you curious at all why I came to see you? I said, I already know why I had a dream you want to marry me. She looked like she'd just seen a ghost. I used to be a very psychic back then. I could never control it or choose what came to me. But for me, things like that had been had become normal. She actually was used to me doing it too, but it also weirded her out. So she started getting a little freaked out about it. How do you know that the dream meant anything and was wasn't just a dream? I just do. Psychic dream have a different quality. I always know as soon as, as soon as I wake up. She fussed about that for a while, but finally admitted that I was right. I didn't say anything right away, so in a minute, she said, So, what do you think? I hadn't really thought about it before she had gotten back home. I mean, I was sure this was going to happen, but strangely enough, hadn't really thought about it, how I felt about it. So I said, I don't know, I need to think about it some more. I'm sorry, but you had a huge crush on her so why don't you just marry her right after you just said that you asked her to marry you multiple times but then when she came and she told you confronted you that she wants to marry you why would you reject her that's not reject obviously but he said i need to think about it some more well take your time i don't i don't care anyways she was actually okay with that so we hang out and had fun uh the next few days and she went back to grad school for the second summer session about 10 10 days passed and suddenly it hit me like a ton of bricks. I didn't want to marry her. Not because I didn't love her. Hell, I'd ask her to marry me nine different times in eight years. But because I suddenly knew intuitively that she never loved me the way I loved her. That she said she turned 30 like me and suddenly she was feeling the clock ticking and passing her by. That my turn around and newfound stability made me look more attractive as long term. As a long-term prospect. Oh, that hurts. So I called her up and told her, no. She started bawling like a newborn baby. I tried to explain why, but she knew all of my weaknesses and exactly what to say and how to say it. Finally, she said, she'd never been more sure of anything in her life than her love for me. I broke down through. So we got engaged over the phone. We hadn't planned to tell anyone else for quite some time, but she stayed so anxious and agitated. I finally said, well, go ahead and tell your parents. Maybe that will make you feel better. It didn't turn out to be such a great idea after all, though. When we broke the news to them after her second session of summer school, her mother just looked at me and said, good, we need someone to pay her bills. We're tired of doing it. Oh my lord, that's tough. Oh my god. Though it was just a bad joke, but it turned out that, that despite being very comfortable, they were serious. Okay, to cut the chase, she, she and I agreed that I would pay all her bills except tuition, tuition, which she already was supposed to have loans for while she was in grad school. During that time, her only responsibility would be to focus on school and study, that once out of, that once out of grad school, she would support me while I finished my undergraduate degree as well as grad school subsequently. I had no idea of the amount of debt she was carrying, but it was bad. On top of that, she started running up 300 to 400 
dollar phone bills calling me long distance because she felt lonely and depressed. No internet back then. And also, I started driving the 1,200 mile round tip trip to see her every other weekend, which not only was expensive but cost me serious loss of income as weekends. We're very busy at my job. It got so expensive that we agreed that I should move in with her as we weren't putting anything away anyway. Before getting engaged to her, I had been putting over $1,000 a month into savings. Anyway, when I finally moved in with her, she acted pretty weird at first, but it did got some better. When it came time for her student loan check to come in though, it didn't. There was some kind of government snafu. Her school didn't care about that though. They said, pay up or leave. So she called her parents and explained the situation, that the check was going to be issued, but it would be six weeks late. Could she borrow the money? They said, you've got a fiancé now, let him pay. So she asked me to loan her money, her the money, and she'd pay back in six weeks. So I did. When the check came, instead of just paying me back, she would. She said, why don't we use it to pay down some of my credit card bills because you are always bitching about the interest rate. I was both naive and trusting in that. That was a good idea. After all, we were going to marry, so they were really our bliss bills in, in my mind. I think uh, you were probably starting to get starting to get the lecture by now. I went on working my ass off until she graduated. She graduated from grad school. I returned it. Uh, I returned to undergrad, but continued to work full time until she got a job. Except she never got a job. She didn't even apply for a world. She just stayed in the house all day. And during the short time I had between classes and work, bitched and moaned and found fault with me. This went on for months. Me taking 80, uh, 18 credit, card, credit hours, working 40 plus hours a week, getting 4 to 5 hours of sleep, and paying her bills to the tune about $1,500 a month, while she either complained or made excuses. Finally, I said, what is wrong with you? She said that she had begun to have doubts about marrying me. Naturally, that went over like a lead balloon. Over the next few months, I continued working, studying, and paying her bills. We also talked a lot and sometimes argued about her doubts as well as her not even looking for a job. Finally, it became very clear to me that she wasn't going to get over her doubts and that she would just keep making my life miserable. So... I thought we could just ditch the whole engagement thing and go back to being best friends. I told her, what if she would get a part-time job doing something that I would continue to pay her bills until she got a professional job, that she could begin to pay me back the money I'd spend in supporting her and for her school tuition. I told her, don't even worry about the whole amount. We'll just call it. She looked at me and said, you spend that money because you wanted to. I don't owe you a thing. I said, are you kidding me? I spent the money because we were engaged and you, I, and you were going to support me through undergrad and grad school. Long story short, out of over $20,000 that I spent directly and specifically on her sport, teetation, and bills, she grungily paid me $250 back. Oh my god. When I injured my back and was out of work and broke, she denied that any of the money I've ever spent was anything but a gift. She didn't even give me the engagement ring back for five years until we ran into each other and I told her off and ashamed her into it. 
That was the first time he had spoken in almost five years and the last as well. If I were to say anything to her today, it would be, Bitch, I want my money with interest. This was such a long one, but a very fun, okay? I'm so sorry, Eric, first, because I thought you were a woman, okay? I'm like, everyone in here is a woman, and I keep calling her she. So I'm sorry, that's first. And second, that was quite tough to read, honestly. Like, this is so very tough. This is not a friend betrayal, but yeah, she she's technically his best friend. And also his fiance at the same time like make it make sense i don't know how to make it sense but at the same time it was like very tough and honestly the way from the very first time that the way her what is it her parents acted i knew that something was up and yeah i know don't fall in love that's that's the only advice i would be giving to anyone out there anyways so that's all for quora boasters for like whatever you want to call it and now we're getting to my personal experience of being betrayed two times, three years in a row, okay? That would be so much fun. I, like, I've never talked about this in, like, publicly. So I will be announcing this very publicly. And I'll be talking, I have a very, how do you call it? Very um, vulnerable or vulnerable, vulnerable or whatever you want to say, okay? So be- before we start, I'm going to go pray because it's the color for prayer. So I'm going to go pray and we can get right back to my personal experience of being betrayed so basically this whole entire thing started let's say three years ago back in 2021 until last week okay so after i finished my eighth exam final exam and i was about to become finally a high school student which i was pretty much very excited to i could have not be ever much excited than at that time being excited for becoming an adult not very adult but like a high schooler student you know what i'm talking about so on top of being very excited for becoming a high school student finally at that time there was this thing that was very bothering me which was me being separated by my very very dear best friends which i've always wanted to become a high schoolers with but as they call in arabic and we have separated for some complicated reasons and multiple choices that our families or we have made specifically and since then our friend group gotten broken all of us each single individual of our uh, friend group have gotten separated into their ways for me for example i went to a different high school at that time with my my sister because my sister was at that time um transforming from my school to another one so my mom said since i'm transferring her i'll transfer you with her so she won't go alone okay so we i transferred to that school with her and my other dear bestie which we which i met her at that time like at that same exact year it's the day we met the year we met uh have gotten to another country for some complicated reasons in her family and the other three stayed in the school together i will get to them later so i went to that school with my sister obviously and it was pretty cool because my first ever shock was the very first day when i went to the class and everything was cool and great until i found out that there was a girl from my 
previous school was also transforming to this my school to new school at the same exact year and i was like oh my god who's this like new girl okay and for for my surprise she was also from my previous school and the same exact year so she was in her first year in high school so i met her and i found out that she was also one of my colleagues back in uh, my previous school so she was also uh what is it class she was also studying with me in the same exact class so her, let's call her s okay yes so s was a very type very sensitive type of an individual human being for some reasons that i obviously don't know but this woman this girl s was my besties i remember her oh, oh my god we have to give them names okay let's call a b c d okay a b c d so my friend d was best friend with s when they were children but d and s grow apart because of some misunderstanding that happened between them and for some things that s has done to d okay so it's very complicated i'm sorry but then i met her and i was like isn't this my bestie ex-friend <laughs> or my delusional so everything went great the very first day i've got my very first friend of my new class okay and for my surprise again my entire class was all in total 18 students only including me too so i was like we are so little so it was pretty easy to get to know all of them like become all all of the class were one friend group so the very first friend i got was a no let's call her e i'm sorry we have another e so e was a very nice girl i really loved her and i still do obviously she's like my very ideal bestie okay but we have also got separated for some reasons but not we don't hate each other we still love each other we're like still bestie bestie okay so back to back to what we were talking about so i've gotten to know s way better because yeah s might be my bestie my very very bestie ex-friend but s is also the only person i know in this new circumstances so i was quite very forced to get to know her and she was also my seatmate so we were sitting together and we were helping each other with everything because i might really hate her but we were so much in need for each other and she was such a toxic girl but i had to deal with her because i anyways if i wouldn't deal with her i would be separated and isolated which i really don't want to be things went by everything was great the other day nobody interacted with us nobody talked to us nobody tried to make conversation other than our dear friend e but the other day i was having a math class with them so there's two girls okay we're called them m and uh, what was m and j let's call them m and j so m and j they both are besties so they are already besties and they sit like right beside us so they always chat with each other talk with each other and whatever whatever so one day 
we were solving a mathematic equation, okay, like any high schooler would do. So we were having a great time and I was like asking, no, S was asking me about the math equation because I understand it way better than her. So I was explaining it to her and then Jay looked at me and she was like, excuse me, could you like explain this to us too? And I was like, oh yeah, great, sure, I would. And she was like, come sit with us. And I went with them and I, I mean, I went to them and I explained everything to them and they were very happy and very excited. They introduced, they introduced themselves to me. They were like, hey, I'm M, hey, I'm Jay. Anyways, we get to know each other, and I finally, finally moved from S seat to set with M and J. I was very, very close with them. I loved them so much. They were like my dear, dear bestie. They were like my savior at the at the current time. They were so funny. They were like it was so fun to hang out with them, to talk with them, and they were so mature. Okay, and I liked mature type at the like at that time. Anyways, some misunderstanding starts to happen. And, and these misunderstandings include them talking behind my back and saying shit and talking shit about me, okay? Which I didn't really much like. So at that time, there was this little group that was forming. And this group was existing in the very first place just to hate on me, which I've never even understood why, okay? I just understood that like later on, okay? So this group is containing is contained of eight girls. And these eight are all related, okay? So let me tell you, let me give you a sneak peek. The eight in this group are first M, secondly J. Third, M, uh, I mean J's two sisters. They're also at the, at the, at the same class with us. And also uh, J's bestie and M's bestie. I don't think that's eight. They're quite eight. And there's other women, uh, J's sister's bestie. They're all just related somehow, and they're all whether bestie, blood related, or friend related. So the eight of them have always started hating behind me and talking shit behind my back, and I was like, okay, that's so annoying. So the eight of them kept doing that pretty much all the time and have never said sorry to me. And one of these coincidences, and I mean like accidental time where I literally break out and start crying on all the time was this one time where one of the teachers wasn't uh, in the school that day. So one of the teachers came to me and he was like, sit in the teacher's uh, seat and told like, you know, talk to them to be quiet and stuff. So basically, as any other student would do, I sat there and I told them to be quiet and everything. And I explained to them that the teacher wants to have classes, everyone to have their classes. I know the teacher is not with us today, so if, if anyone wants to chat, please like chat, but without having to scream. They said, okay. And then they start pretty much screaming, very much screaming. And the teacher came back and he was so annoyed and he was screaming at me. And I was like, teacher, I'm sorry, I cannot control them. He was like, now, if anyone speak, write their names out for me. So what I did was write out their names for them. And when he came, I gave him the papers. So one of the people that was in that paper was J and M. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. It was not M. It was only J and J's two sisters and only two, two other friends of uh, the school, of the class. So they all have gotten out. Okay. But J, J specifically was told to get out of the class, but she refused to get out of the class. So guess what the teacher did? The teacher slapped not her i mean slapped the table and told her to get out and screamed at her she started crying 
and she went out, okay? She came back and she was bawling her ears out. I mean, her, her eyes out. And at that time, if you remember, me and Jay and M were sitting together. So we were sitting and everything was great. And she started talking shit about me. Literally, she's sitting beside me. She's talking shit about me to M. And I'm like hearing them. And then she suddenly started pushing my legs from, from under the table, which was very, very boyish, which I really hated. So things kept getting worse and worse and worse at, at times where I couldn't even sit with them. Okay, so I had to move my seat to go to sit with E. Remember E, my very, very dear best friend, right? She was very silent about what was happening and never talked about it. That's the only thing I basically hate about her. She, was, she wasn't really speaking justice about what was happening, but she didn't even, she didn't hate on me. And she wasn't part of the bullying that was going on me, but she didn't also defend me. So yeah, I went to sit with her a couple of couple of times, and sometimes no, you know, I have uh, I can't my sight is like very minus, so I can't really see uh, things. So I have to sit in the front seat, like beside in front of the uh, board, so that I can see what is written in there. So sometimes I'm like forced to sit with them, which this, our seat was in the front. So I sometimes I have to say I'm forced to sit with them. And at that time, a new student came. Okay, let's call her N. N was a transfer student from Saudi Arabia. So she spoke Arabic, just like me. And I was like, oh my God, there's like a new student. She spoke, speaks Arabic and she just came from Saudi Arabia. And I was like, oh my God, that's great. I'm like, I came from Saudi Arabia and I speak fluent Somali and Arabic so I could like help her and everything. So guess what? Friend N sat with S. Remember S? I ghosted her, okay? Because she was such a toxic person. And I'm not like, I'm not justifying. Um, she was such a toxic, okay? She was also toxic back then and also toxic at the current time when I was like sitting with her. And I was like just trying to make new friends just to escape from her. So I couldn't really sit with her because she was sometimes taking part of the bullying that was going on me. So friend M sat with friend S. And they kept it going. Friend N was such a silent, nerd, calm, you know, introverted type of student. So she never talked with anyone. She never spoke to anyone. She was so silent about everything. And I didn't want to barge on her, honestly. Things got escalated really quick. And this bullying became worse and worse and worse. And at that current time, I was completely isolated from the entire school. The entire school, the entire, I'm, I'm not saying the entire class now, I'm saying the entire school. Everyone at some, at some point when they look at me, they're like, I, I can see them whispering. I can like hear them whispering about me, talking shit about me. But I feel like I'm imagining them. Anyways, a couple of months after that, I have became second high school year. And uh, at that time, I've decided to take a new chair, like a new place for me. Like, like the like isolated place for me so that I won't talk to anyone. That day, I was very ready to ignore their whispers and their stuff. So I brought two books. I'm a reader. I love reading. I brought two books. I brought my phone. I brought my, uh, you know, I was at that time, I was like used to draw. So I brought my draw colors and my draw books and my draw stuff. And I sat there and I was like, if I ever heard them talking about me, I'm going to pull out my books. If I ever heard, like, if I ever heard them talking about me, I'm going to uh, bring out my draw stuff and whatever. 
But that day, I was so stressed out, very stressed out. So what happened? I eventually burst it out in tears, and I started screaming at them. And I was like, "How dare you, you bitch, you asshole!" Whatever. I started screaming at them, and it was like the worst thing that might ever happen. I took my bag and I ran out. And at that day, my school is right in front of a highway. So at that day, I was. very close to get into an accident and die which i i probably really hoped to die at that time i wasn't even looking at like the street or whatever i just ran out and i cut out the street and the car was like about about to hit me but then the like the the the, the car owner stopped and he started screaming at me and i fucking ignored him and i ran to my house i went to my house and i started bawling and crying and since that day i have never went back to school i'd be like cutting school for like a month is and I never go back to school. And then they start apologizing. I went to school, we talked to teachers, we my mom came to school and everything and they came apologizing and saying I'm sorry, it's our fault. We have a notice and whatever. That's that's pretty much like cuz I always used to go to the principal office and tell them that they were annoying me and they were bullying me and I cannot study, okay? I don't even want their friendship anymore. Just just please let them not bully me anymore okay i don't want friendship with anyone i just want to study okay so these student got really pretty much yeah we went to the principal office and they got like screamed at and whatever i went back to school everything was normal and they start making friendships with me again and i was so stupid to believe that i i mean i thought they regretted what they have done and they're going to be my besties again whatever so Yeah, I trusted them again and they pretty much yeah. They betrayed me all over again and they started bullying me all over again and way worse than before. And things got really mixed up. And there was a lot of things I would like to talk about, but like I don't want to get into details, you know. So these people hated on me, bullied me physically, emotionally, uh vo- like vo- what is it? Whatever. So they bullied me in every shape and form which was very hurtful from someone I trusted and from someone I loved and some from someone I pretty much thought they were like my very very dear friends. And then the final exam came and I transferred from the school when my sister graduated and I came back to my 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 previous school which I'm studying in around. And at that time something had happened back to our previous school so you remember friend a b c a and b and c the three of them were still in our previous school okay the friend d a b c yeah. the friend d went back to another country i and i went i transferred school the three of them they were still in the previous school so the three of them got a new friend who's that new friend is a friend that is also with our uh, within our class space but she fighted with her besties so she now has nowhere to go but with abc so she went with abc let's call her y so y was a very she also a friend who came from saudi arabia and she is such i don't want to i don't want to call it off cuz like she's she's a bitch okay <laughs> i have to say yeah she's a bitch anyways i uh this year which is uh August yeah August I came back to my school and I was very happy and I was very excited like I cannot wait to my, to meet my friends and surprisingly friend D was also at school because friend D the country that she was in she came back to Somalia because the country she was in started and uh, went into war so she had to come back to school so now 
this year was our first ever reunite. The five of us and the new friend. The new friend, I'm talking about why, was not a stranger to us because we already have known her, but we were in so much clothes. But now it's okay, we can make her clothes, you know, she's like bestie bestie with our bestie, so we cannot make her bestie, you know. So the first day came, we all hang out, we all hugged each other, we all talked about each other, and I was pretty much very specifically close with Frenti. Because Frenti, we've known each other pretty much only one year, but we easily became besties. But Frenti, we haven't been pretty much like long time with each other because she went to another country. But friend A is the one I'm talking about. Friend A was my bestie for over six damn years. She was like my bestie of all time, okay? So what happened was that a couple of months ago, we were having a great time. Everything was cool. A, B, C, D, E, and Y was with us. And life was wholesome, right? But then friend A started ignoring me. And I'll tell you the reason. The night before that, friend A skipped school that day. So she missed a lot of classes. So she texted me, hi, Asma. I hope you're doing great. I'm. I was sick today. I'm sorry I didn't came. I'm sorry I didn't call and texted anyone. I was very sick. So I would like you to send me the lessons that y'all take today, and I thank you. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna send you to you. I'm like very happy, like very glad to send her to you. But then I got very busy and I wasn't able to send her the uh, files until the next morning, which was school. I went to school. She's clearly very, very mad at me. And I was like, okay. She starts ignoring me. She's very mad at me. Okay, let's let her come down. And then we're going to talk to her. And then she's been ignoring me for a week. A week turned to be two weeks. Two weeks became a month. She never talked to me. And then I confronted her. And I was like, hey, I'm so sorry for not sending you the files. I was very busy. I had such a hectic night, like that day. But... I don't think that's such a big deal to like literally cut relationships with me. I would never like that's very dramatic, okay? And I'm not making fun of your feelings. I'm so sorry for not sending you the files, but I think you're taking it way too much. Eventually, we got back together and everything was great. Until two weeks ago. But before that, let me talk about friend Y for a second. Remember friend Y, the one who came from Saudi Arabia? who was also my very, who was also, uh, got ditched for her besties. So she came with ABC to sit with them before we came, me and Friendy came back. Yeah, exactly her. This is, I think this is very like private, but I'm going to say it out loud, out, out here. So in Somalia, rules are quiet, different, okay? So I remember that I told you friend why I was a bitch. Well, yeah, she's such a great bitch. She dates our physics teacher. <laughs> I feel like I'm spilling out the tea. She's uh, our, fr- our physics teacher girlfriend, okay? Nobody knows, only us. But even if anyone found out that she's dating our physics uh, teacher, no one would give a shit because here is the rules are twisted, okay? And if a 14-year-old, I mean 40-year-old man dates a 12-year-old guy, nobody would give a fuck. And I'm not saying that he's 40 years old. He's like 30 or stuff, I don't know. He's also quite blood-related with my with Friendy. So, friend, why her phone got broken, okay? So what happened is that 
our physics teacher, her boyfriend eventually got her an iPhone. And when I'm saying iPhone, I'm talking about a big deal because she doesn't have an iPhone because in Somali, iPhones are pretty expensive, okay? So she got her iPhone and I was like so shocked. I'm like, oh my God, that's great for you. That's good. I'm like, I'm happy for you. But like, why would he, why would he fucking give an iPhone for a student and his girlfriend at the same time? I mean, that's their business. I, I wouldn't want to bark about other people's business anyway. So he, he brought her iPhone. And since that day, she kept bringing the iPhone to her to the school all the time. And I was like, I'm not minding that. She she also used to bring her old phone back to the school also. But since the day she got her iPhone, she has never talked to me. She started ignoring me, or sometimes I don't even talk to her, ask her for something. She'd be like giving me death stare and answer me very coldly. And also, friend A, which I am supposed to be like in terms with her i keep in terms with her that we are okay and everything she also started ignoring me and slowly 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 things escalated pretty quick and these two completely started ignoring me and never talking to me until last week i was having a very normal morning and nowadays like last week and this week we're going to have exams so the two weeks before exams where you have no lessons we only come to school for revisions and just that even if you skipped school it's fine because we're not gonna have anything but that day um friend uh friend c friend bc was not at school but and also d she wasn't at school my bestie so friend a b and i were only at that type of school so I went there and I was like, I put my bag down and my table was not in there. So I went to bring my, to bring my table. When I'm bringing to the table, another girl came. Let's call her friend S. So S came. She's not my friend. S came and she snatched the table from me. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is my table. And I'm like looking at her. I literally grabbed the table far the, from the corner she's like what the fuck is wrong with you this is my table i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you this is like this is not your table and it's not even mine okay i i I, like i grabbed this table from the very far corner from the class and you'd be like talking this is my table are you mentally insanely okay and she's like no this is my table you cannot take my table away from me and she started screaming at me i was in the worst i was at the worst like levels ever so i went to other classes i looked for extra tables i couldn't find any so i went to the bathroom and closed the door and started pulling my eyes out yeah that's the solution i had i wasn't crying because she screamed at me and nor i was crying because she snatched my table away from me you know why i was crying because friend a and b they were both sitting there and they were both seeing what was happening and we were literally screaming at each other, the, the S girl and me. And the entire class was looking at us. The entire class was quiet and they were all looking at us. And we were screaming at each other. But friend B and A, they were both getting their books out of their bags. And they literally, I heard them laughing. They looked at each other, laughed, and they went back to their books. I bawled my eyes out and I could not bear it anymore. And then eventually friend D came. She was late at school that day. She came and she saw me crying. She's like, Asma, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you fine? What's what's happening? And I explained everything to her. Eventually, 
four classes i have to take the the first four classes because i was obviously like i was you know at i was at i was at the bathroom and i couldn't take the classes i pulled my eyes out and did what i did she brought me back to the class and i had back the, the, the next classes and since that day she had they never talked to me since that day and i have no more updates about that I'll, i will update you guys obviously and one of the things that she has said she insulted me a lot in front of d and d told that to me what i love about d that she's like she's like my very very bestie and i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna hide her name her name is ryan okay ryan my very bestie your friend and she was also in one of the podcast episodes i believe it's like uh the podcast where i talk about grief yeah grief from different aspects that that, that episode yeah she was in it if you would like to go back and hear her voice and yeah that's all for this week's episode i hope you all enjoyed the very first one hour long episode we're having so i hope you all enjoyed this episode and i'm gonna see you next episode inshallah take care stay safe and bye bye love y'all